Welcome to the Sports Grad Podcast, where we empower you with the answers to your burning questions to accelerate your career into the sports industry. We are your hosts, Melbourne-based sports administrators, Ruben Williams and Ryan Walker. Join us as we share unique and personal examples as well as relatable information and deliver them to you in bite-sized, fluff-free episodes. Want to swipe our signature framework to add awesome experience to your resume? Download our free ebook, Four Steps to Create Outstanding Work Experience in Sport, at sportsgrad.com.au. Now sit back, relax, enjoy the show, and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of our latest episodes released every Tuesday and Thursday. Rubes, we're about to delve into how to stand out in sport and some of the tactics and strategies you can use to differentiate yourself. But for me, there's one key tactic that can make you stand out from the rest. And that thing is to look clean and sharp, which is where Dollar Shave Club comes in. Their executive razor is your ticket to standing out. If you want to look and feel great, sports grade listeners can head to the link in our show notes to access the Dollar Shave Club starter box for just $15, plus get $10 off your second delivery. Inside, you'll find a range of top shelf grooming products, perfect for both men and women. So head to the show notes for more details and take advantage of that terrific offer. Hello and welcome to the Sports Grad Podcast. I'm Ryan Walker and with me as always is the courageous Reuben Williams. Hello Reuben, how are you today? Hello Ryan, uh, courageous. I'm feeling brave, ready to, to stand out, ready to uh, differentiate myself. We need a bit of courage for that, so thank you for that introduction. Courageous, brave, I think both very equal words. I think I could possibly describe you as both of those, but um, I think courageous fits the bill on this occasion. Anyway, we could talk forever on that, Ruse, but thank you so much for those listening in, uh, for being part of the show, by downloading and getting involved. We really appreciate it. Today, we're going to be discussing four strategies to differentiate yourself in the job market. If you're listening for the first time and thinking, what is this show and who are these two guys? The Sports Grad Podcast is your bite-sized guide to enter the sports industry. I myself am a graduate of Notre Dame, Australia in Perth, and Ruben is a graduate of Deakin University in Melbourne. A few years back, we both made the jump into working at Cricket Australia together, and now our aim is to help you do the same in whatever way, shape, or form that may be in the sports industry. Without further ado, Rubes, you've had a bit of success standing out from the crowd in your day as the transition for you from uni into Cricket Australia was absolutely seamless thanks to the way you differentiated yourself and continue to do so. So I cannot wait to hear the four strategies you've got to share with us today. Thank you for that, Ryan. Yes, so differentiating yourself is extremely important. So just a quick rundown as to, to why this is important and why you should be seriously considering some of these strategies to set yourself apart. Uh, then the first reason as to why this is important is the sports industry is extremely competitive and it takes an outstanding candidate to break through. Another reason why it's important is that not all jobs are advertised. The hidden job market is very real. And in fact, I think I heard a figure from a, from a university lecturer that something like 80% of jobs aren't advertised. So not only do you need to differentiate yourself, you need to stand out and be noticed. Think of the difference here. Another reason why this is important is a large majority of students graduate with the same resume. Have a think about how many others have got the ability to work in a team from playing team sport. Think of how many others 
have got good customer service skills from working a casual hospitality job. And think of how many others have got the, the credibility of a professional club or organization stamped on their resume because they did the same industry placement as every other student. And that's just at your university. Now, I'm generalizing a bit here, but you can start to see how there are a lot of people coming out of universities with the same capabilities. And then just to throw another spanner into the works as to why this is more important to differentiate yourself, coronavirus has made it tougher uh, than ever. And unfortunately, the reality is that jobs available are being reduced and more talent is back on the job market uh, looking for those jobs that previously would have typically been taken up by graduates. So hopefully you can see by now why it is extremely important to look to differentiate yourself. Now, I just want to preface this by saying these four strategies aren't quick fixes. You can Google those if you're interested. When you think about differentiating yourself, think about what are people not doing that I can do or what experience do other people not have that I can have? So, with that in mind, let's get into it. Strategy number one is join a committee. Now, you may find a committee at a university, on a student society. You may find it at a local football club, cricket club netball club, grassroots sports is a fantastic place to find a volunteer committee. I'm sure there are plenty of others around. The benefits of this is that it starts to show your initiative. Another benefit is that it starts to show that you've got leadership capabilities. You're part of the committee leading an organization for other people that brings people together. Plus, it creates an opportunity for you to do something truly great, which we'll get into shortly. So, strategy number one, join a committee because the benefits that join a committee come with are a lot of the points that sporting organizations look for in their candidates. I think that's a really good point. First of all, like the first strategy, Rose, but I think another thing that really helps people who are, are on a committee is you can deal with conflict. So things aren't always smooth sailing in, um, in, in a job and in a, in a business sense. So on a, in a club committee, you're, you're always going to deal with differing opinions and it, it helps you really deal with conflict later in your career. Absolutely. And you, you've had heaps of experience. I believe you're the vice president of the Scarborough Sharks at, at just 21 years old. So, you would know more about that than most. <laughs> Absolutely. Lot, lots of conflict, but good fun nonetheless. <laughs> Strategy number two is post to LinkedIn regularly. The benefits of this are that people start to get an idea of who you are and what you are about. Think about what we spoke about earlier between differentiating yourself and standing out. You need to be able to do both. And so, posting to LinkedIn enables you to kind of put your hand up and get noticed for being different. Within this, you also create opportunities for new people to interact with you. If they see a post that they resonate with, it's likely that they will like it, comment, maybe drop you a direct message, and then you can start the interaction from there. And then that can open up the hidden job market. And then the other benefit of this is that it starts to build your own self-confidence. The first time you do this, it's going to be terrifying, I promise you. But if you start to do it regularly, put in your calendar to post on the same day each week. After literally three or four weeks, it'll feel like second nature. And after a couple of months, people will come to expect that of you and they won't think any differently and you'll feel entirely comfortable doing it. So, strategy number two, post to LinkedIn regularly. Love that, Rubes. I will say that this is probably something that I need to work on personally um, that I haven't done a lot of that I, I wish I did earlier. My, my first LinkedIn post was speaking about sports grad, but it actually opened my eyes up to how powerful LinkedIn is. Uh, and you, you do get a bit of self-confidence from LinkedIn because you get a lot of engagement. A lot of people love to comment. They love to sort of share their thoughts and it really does boost your confidence a bit. 
I think it it took me years and years to get a hundred likes on a post, and then you went bang with with one post and cracked <laughs> a ton immediately. <laughs> now, now, <laughs> <laughs> strategy number three, hit us. All right, strategy number three is set goals and create genuine impact. So think back to that volunteer opportunity you've got on a committee. The benefits of this one, and this is a real juicy one, if you want a 16-page step-by-step guide on how to implement this, just head to our website where you can download that for free. That's called Four Steps to Create Outstanding Work Experience in Sport. But this is essentially the crux of it. But if you want a more detailed step-by-step guide, I highly recommend downloading that for free. So, in any position, particularly a long-term volunteer position such as a committee that you've now got yourself on, you have the opportunity to determine what lasting impact you're going to have on that organization. This could be by growing participation numbers or social media followers. So, think about what impact is going to sound super impressive in six months or 12 months' time that you can start to set in motion now. Yes, coronavirus has shut things down, but... That does not mean it should be an excuse to do nothing. In fact, if you want to differentiate yourself, it's only going to add weight to the impressiveness of what you have created in the face of it. So my advice would be to use this time to start the conversation and set the wheels in motion for when you can be at the club in person. Strategy number four is, and this is a quote, escape competition through authenticity. And that is from Naval Ravikant which is a much better way of framing just be yourself because now you can start to see how showing more of your personality can be beneficial for beneficial for your career. And you can do this through a number of ways, whether that be on LinkedIn, in your resume, on your cover letter, and of course, in an interview. The important thing to understand is that the sports industry does not hire robots. Some will even test you on your cultural fit. Listen back to episode number eight with Michael Wolfert if you want to understand the lengths that an NFL club goes to to check if they like you as a person. Episode number 16 with Garth Town also shares a great example of what the International Olympic Committee of all places does to check cultural fit. So strategy number four is escape competition through authenticity. And before you roll your eyes, understand that if you have ambitions of working for an NFL team or for the Olympics or any major sporting body, you have to be able to show your personality. I think number four is the the most crucial of the four, Rubes. I think, you know, in order, in, in order for an organisation to, you know, take the punt on you to, to, to bring you in for a role, that they're going to want to like what you're about and, and share the passion that you have. So... I think absolutely, you know, you have to be authentic. You have to be yourself. You almost have to be vulnerable as well to, to be put in, put under stress and show how you deal with pressure. Things like that to, that really show who you are only adds currency to, to you, to yourself. And as we've seen in those examples that you, you've shared there with Michael and Garth, like they genuinely really told us about how important that was to, to show authenticity of themselves before they were able to land those roles. 100%. I think it gets glossed over a lot, but as you mentioned, it's extremely important and, and led to those two people getting fantastic jobs in sport. Absolutely. So, Rubes, do you want to give us a quick summary of those four strategies before we close up the show? Absolutely. So, strategy number one is join a committee, whether that be a sporting club or a university society, jump on a committee. Strategy number two is post to LinkedIn regularly. It's going to be daunting at first, but over time, it'll become second at nature. Strategy number three, set goals and create genuine impact. So think back to the committee you're now a part of. 
what is the impact that you can create within that group? And strategy number four, which is a quote from Naval Ravikant, escape competition through authenticity. Fantastic, mate. Thank you very much for those four strategies to differentiate yourself. Thank you very much for listening. A reminder to please hit subscribe if you haven't already so you don't miss out on any episodes and even drop us a rating, preferably five stars, and leave us a review. It really does mean so much and helps us put together some really quality episodes for you. Thanks again for listening. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the SportsGrad podcast. If you need help with your sports career, head to sportsgrad.com.au and download our free ebook today. And if you've enjoyed the episode, please give us a tag on socials at SportsGrad. 